You're listening to Implicit Bias on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The levy is again broken. That means your implicit bias is free to find its own level for the next two hours. The crew is in the top secret podcast lair. This time, we're recording on a Tuesday night. However, as opposed to our normal Thursday, due to some time constraints, which we might explain in a few minutes. Nonetheless, though... We're going to do our best to keep you entertained for the next, oh, now it's roughly 119 minutes or so. This week, though, we are setting records on implicit bias. Implicit bias records, that is, uh, this week with regards to the whiskey that we're tasting. Another bourbon that is about to become allocated, meaning it's going to get harder and harder and harder and harder to find no matter where you shop for your weekly whiskey. The record, though... This record requires that we use our noggin, the the gray matter in between our ears, the old noodle before we engage it, because this week's weekly whiskey is 1792 barrel proof. We'll go into the definition of that and what that means, but quickly I'll give you the end result. It means this week's weekly whiskey comes in at 125 proof, that is 62.5% alcohol. Now the reason we're here though is because that what we can't allow to happen to our children, to our nieces, our nephews, our friends, our family, or anyone in our generation for that matter. We can't have them fall into the trap that's being set for all of us. The trap that is in every tweet, every Facebook post, every Instagram or social media volley that goes out into the internet It's in every newscast, every Hollywood award show, every political message we get today. We have to make sure that we keep people that we know in our society as a whole from being told what to think. Instead, we need to teach them how to think. See, it's a small difference in words, but the difference is universes apart in execution, actuality, and reality. American society used to teach us how to think, to think logically, to ascertain motives and intentions of others, to separate truth from narrative, to begin to understand why things happen. Unfortunately, more often today, there are those in the media, in politics, and therefore in our everyday lives who can't handle when we think for ourselves. In the late 1980s, a new teacher was brought to my high school. He lamented that in his last job, the students were taught exactly what we're talking about. The students were told what to think, to simply repeat exactly what they were taught. Coincidentally, his last job before this one had been teaching in China. The extrapolation of that reality, of what the Chinese were taught 30 years ago and what their culture has become today, creates a somewhat scary similarity as to what our students, our friends, our family is being taught today in elementary, high school, and college, and what that extrapolates to in the future. Want proof? Well, here we go. We're being told right now that gun control needs to be enacted in order to keep the public safe. We've experienced multiple mass shootings in the last four months. They are terrible, horrific, disgusting incidents. We do not condone them in any way, and we repudiate them with the strongest language possible, and our sympathies, thoughts, prayers 
and caring goes out to all of those victims. Unfortunately, the gun control politicians want to enact probably wouldn't have stopped any of them. Now, there is a couple of fallacies about gun control that anyone who's been taught how to think will spot pretty quickly. One, think about mass shootings that have happened on school grounds. Isn't it already against the law to have a gun on school grounds? So we're going to create another law, a new law, and now criminals are going to obey that one after they decided to just ignore the first one? Two, background check loophole. Really, if you, me, anyone wants to go to a store or a gun show and buy a gun, then guess what? The law already says they undergo a background check. It's already there. There is a situation where a background check can take too long, and under current law, the store can then sell it to the patron. But guess what? If the patron keeps the gun when they're not supposed to have it, there's that crazy thing again. There's already a law for this. If the patron keeps the gun, they're breaking the law. So a new law is going to fix that one? Really? Really? No, not really. Finally, the last logical thought process that anyone with the computing power of your average carrot understands. If someone wants to do harm, guess what? They'll find a way. Ask Timothy McVeigh. Ask the 9-11 hijackers. Ask the Olympic Park bomber. Ask the Boston Marathon bomber. Ask anyone who's used one of the most prolific killing devices in the United States today to commit a murder. And by the way, that device is either a hammer or a screwdriver, and that is according to the FBI. The point is, almost everything you see on the news, social media, and unfortunately in pop culture are trying to convince you what to think. The last thing they want is you knowing how to think. And we have to recognize it, understand it, fight against it. How? By thinking through the haze of emotion and going more than just ankle deep in the story. We're going to make sure we don't do what others do. We're not going to tell you what to believe. We're not going to tell you to give us all the credibility in the world. To borrow the words of Reagan, we want you to trust us, but verify what we say. So when we come back, we'll make sure we offer you the proof. The barrel proof, that is. 1792 barrel proof will be with us. We'll start down the road of stories that are telling you not what to think, but instead telling you how to think and what that can lead to in society, how we can solve the problems of the world in now roughly the next 113 minutes or so. The crew, a new voice when we come back. The top secret podcast lair right here on Jefferson Street. This is your implicit bias on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Nobody likes to drive around in a grimy ride. Clean that car the Cajun way. Zydeco Ride and Shine Car Wash at 320 Willow and Cajun Car Wash at 510 Lafayette Street in Youngsville are there for you. Our facilities provide you with the best automatic car wash in the Acadiana area. Regulars get a bonus. Buy three washes at a location. Get the fourth one free. Zydeco Ride and Shine and Cajun Car Wash. Keeping Acadiana's rides clean since 2014. Hello. 
My name is Rene Gerard. I'm a Kadiana certified master tobacconist. Piper's Haven is at 3916 West Congress Street. We are located between Adrian's and Gilbo Road, and we have thousands of cigars in our 553 square foot humidor. Everything you need to go with your cigars can be found at Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress Street, including cigar cutters, humidors, lighters, pipes, pipe tobacco, meerschaum pipes, briar pipes, pipe tools, pipe stands, pocket knives, and hunting knives, and we also provide knife sharpening. We also have a complete selection of Lamberger lamps and scents for that woman that's tired of the smell of cigar smoke. Just buy her something nice, and she will appreciate it a lot more. If you need a place to relax and smoke a cigar, come sit on our porch. Just remember to bring your chair. Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. The Rustic Renegade is now open on I-49 North in Lafayette. This one-of-a-kind men's boutique features the best brands of firearms alongside rustic furniture and artwork. Head now to the Rustic Renegade located at 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway near Pont de Mouton. While you're there, try some Black Rifle coffee and chat with the expert himself, Caleb Morse. The Rustic Renegade also has Damascus steel knives, hand-carved duck decoys, and much more. Find out more online now at therusticrenegade.com. College represents wonderful opportunities for parents and students. It also represents time and money. But what's the probability of employment after graduation? What's the expected salary? Where will they need to live? With a PhD in educational psychology and 10 years academic advising experience, Dr. T. Scott Smith can help. Dr. Smith can project future wages, geographical need, and overall employability of a degree from your proposed school and major. For an evaluation, Go to strategy365consulting.com. Make your college investment worth it. Contact Dr. T. Scott Smith, www.strategy365consulting.com. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry shop and shop right on the showroom floor in-house jewelry repairs, and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Find Implicit Bias wherever you get your podcast. Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever we're there. Welcome back into our second segment of Implicit Bias. As always, Implicit Bias presented to you by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway, and the man, the myth, the legend himself, sitting across the table here in the top secret podcast layer from me, Mr. Caleb Morse. How are you at the time of this recording? Ça va bien. That is outstanding, because I don't know how to say that in French. <laughs> we will go to a, let's get the English correct, an implicit bias virgin, a man who is new to the table. This is his first time in the top secret podcast lair, but he is not new if you have listened to Implicit Bias. You know him as the man who makes men look like men. Mr. Nick Duplashane from All American Barbering, another veteran that we are thrilled to have here in the top secret podcast lair. Nick, how are you? I'm doing well. Good to have you. Thank you. What's it, what's it like? So tell us, what's the ambiance like? Is it what you expected as to how we would record the show or how this goes down? Not at all. Kind of figured it like a uh, WQRP in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> 
Great reference. Great reference. I love WQRP in Cincinnati. I did too. And actually, it's WKRP in Cincinnati. Something like right? that. Don't look at me. I have no clue. Yeah, you're not old enough to remember I that know one. It went down in the 80s. <laughs> might have been actually. Might have been the 70s. Might have been the early late 70s. It might I might have, have caught a rerun. I might have caught a rerun. One person who would have absolutely zero recollection of that is the man in the corner, Mr. Sam Stokes. He has a full-on microphone for this show, so I believe we can hear Sam this week. Sam, how are you? See, here's the thing. I'm actually a big fan of WKRP in Cincinnati. Really? I'm trying to remember the guy's names. There was less... um... Don't know. You don't know? Nope. I, oh, I remember man. the show, but it wasn't my favorite. The news guy at the time. was less. I forget. Oh. I was more of a. I was more of a love boat, Dukes of Hazard, Fantasy Island whole. What Friday, Saturday night? Famously, they had a Thanksgiving promotion where they dropped frozen turkeys out of a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that sounds like something we should do. I sounds like something implicit idea. bias would come up with. So, Sam, when when do you get the helicopter? Uh, yeah, I have a drone. <laughs> <laughs> if you could find small enough turkeys. Or just one turkey. They're called pigeons at that point. So we are engaging in bringing you the proof. Because we don't want to tell you what to think. We want to tell you how to think this week. We want to help teach you to get beyond just this is what I heard and get to this is what I know. And the way that you know it is by doing the digging, understanding, learning how to think. And it's something that I think we all have to do at a certain time. So the proof this week that we're going to start with before we get to any of those stories is the proof that's on the table. The full proof. 1792 barrel proof. And let me tell you, when it comes in at 125 proof, 62.5% alcohol by volume, you might expect that this one would be a little rough around the edges. But a lot of times with bourbon, with whiskey, really with any spirit, the alcohol helps bring out the flavor. And I would say, gentlemen, that is exactly what we are experiencing experiencing here, rather. Most definitely. And I want to commend you because uh, last week, zeros looked like sixes. And you read that beautifully. 125 proof, plain as day. Well, we have plenty of light here in the Top Secret Podcast lair this week. The light was low. I'm, I'm getting a little older here, and the eyes are not what they were 10 years ago. I'm hearing so. excuses, but I think <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. live with that. Hey, I, I, I will absolutely tell you it was an excuse as Nick hands me his readers, which I actually have a pair of sitting over in the corner here in the Top Secret Podcast lair, and sometimes I just refuse to wear them. Now, this 1792 needs no excuse. This this is is good. I, I enjoy, like I like a higher proof. I like that warmth that you get from it. Uh, I'm getting hints of tobacco and vanilla from here. Maybe it's because I'm, I'm wanting to smoke a cigar right now, too, but... Uh, this would pair really, really well uh, with a good ALR. Uh, this is this I need this in my life. This will stand up next to pretty much anything you put it with, whether it's food, whether it's a yeah. cigar. It is going to hold its own. You get those big, bold flavors, a lot of caramel to it, and the alcohol content helps bring that out. So, Nick, your thoughts on this one? I think this is the first time you've had 1792 as well. It's the first time I've had it also. That is correct. So what are your what are your thoughts on this one? What are you getting? I don't taste the vanilla. I taste more of an oak. Uh, just real smooth. I was very impressed. Uh, 125 proof. I was waiting for it to make me kind of winch up when I tasted it. And it went pretty good. <laughs> warm, warm in the chest. Very but, warm. But not a punch in the chest. It's right? like a back throat warm. 
back throat warm. There you go. Sam, do you want to say it? Because I know you've been itching to say it on this one. Your, your thoughts on this 1792? It's aggressive. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought of Burley Peller right when I first tasted it because last week he was talking about the whiskey we were tasting. Uh, it was really good, and it had some bite up front, but then it kind of dissipated, and it lacked that after... It's you substance. know what? Yeah, yeah. That, that it didn't linger on the palate. The bottom which end. Which is what you want. Didn't right? have that bottom right. end. And this one does. And I, I, I'm disappointed that Burley's not here to I enjoy mean, this. I like a nice bottom end. So. <laughs> and here's the crazy part. And this one is not going away. It's staying with us. Oh, yeah. Th- this one will absolutely stay with us. Mm-hmm. The crazy part, though, it actually, as a bottle, is unfortunately going to start to go away. Because this one, mm-hmm. I have been told... From and and I I hate to use this term because we don't use it, but my sources that I've talked to basically I ran into some people who were stocking shelves, right? Yeah, and they the right kind of know right they they know what's going on. And what I'm told is this: is that 1792 barrel proof is going to become allocated, which means mm-hmm. it's not just gonna be on the shelf anymore. I think that's some fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I I wish it was fake news, but it's not. And and there's actually a long conversation here with regards to people being told what to think instead of how to think and what comes of it. Because as I started going down the rabbit hole as to why why is this all of a sudden allocated? I mean, we all know that you're going to see those whiskeys out there that are going to be hard to find. Everybody knows Blanton's is virtually impossible to find. Colonel Taylor is hard. Uh, Penelope is difficult to find. Uh, those big names out there. Weller is incredibly difficult to find. And now I'm starting to find out that some of the brands that we've had here are also getting very difficult to find. So Willet, anything by them. We've had on this show Rowan's Creek, Noah's Mill, and the Willet Potstill. They are all now allocated. They're all difficult to find. So I couldn't help but ask the question, why? Why all of a sudden are we seeing all of these whiskeys that were so readily available, all these bourbons that were everywhere on every shelf, are no longer? Well, unfortunately, what I'm told is take a guess one of the reasons why this is becoming allocated. What, unfortunately, is usually the biggest problem in every American's life or one of the biggest problems in every American's life that is consistent in every American's life? Government. And you're probably wondering how the heck is government tied into the allocation of whiskey from grocery stores, liquor stores. Well, let me break it down for you. We are now starting, as of actually the recording of this show, to open up the state of Louisiana to try and get business back up and running and going. Well, when businesses weren't back up running and going, you may have noticed all around the state of Louisiana, if you're listening outside of Louisiana, it's probably true all over the country, that there are help-wanted signs everywhere why because people are being paid to stay home Mm -hmm. it's one of the reasons that we are now experiencing allocation problems because the supply chain that we had for bourbon and whiskey has now gone away the people who were there helping pick pack ship stock shelves some of those people are no longer there doing that job because government's paying for them to stay home at this point. Now, we all want to balance, right? We don't want to put people in harm's way. On the same hand, 
there's actually quotes in the Bible that a, a man who does not work should not eat, right? And we don't want to be that extreme with it, but we all should be gainfully employed when we can. And unfortunately, that is actually affecting the whiskey, the bourbon that you like to drink. The other side of it is there's a glass shortage of all things. Glass shortage. Well, there's, there's pretty much an everything shortage. Glass, raw materials such as lead, copper, uh, iron ore, all this other stuff. We don't have much manufacturing left in the United States. Most of it's been pushed overseas because of just how overbearing our government is. Now, I'm not saying that things like OSHA in the entirety are bad. Granted, we need someone to tell us, or we don't need someone to tell us, but we need someone to say, hey, look, this this is not a safe practice. This is. I don't think anyone should tell me that. We, we do that at my shop everywhere we go. People that we encounter in a daily life, we, we have a good idea what our moral compass says is good and bad. Granted, as a kid, I put pine needles in electric socks. Don't do it, <laughs> right? I learned real young. Don't do that. But some oversight is okay. The oversight we have now, that's just an intrusion. So let's, let's take that to an extreme. Happened to be in Mexico a few years ago. Watching some trimming being taken care of on the hotel grounds by the groundskeepers. And there is a man... 25 feet up in a palm tree with spikes tied to his shoes with rope, a rope wrapped around his waist that is then wrapped around the tree. And there are four gentlemen below him as he takes a machete and just hacks away at that tree to, to trim and prune that palm tree properly to pick up what falls. There's no safety rope. Well, and, and in the United States, what it would have taken to get that job done, not just from the, the human safety side of it, right? Because you want people to be safe. But when you think about the cost, it would have had to have been a man lift instead of a yep. safety harness. There would have had to have been six people around. And the cost that gets involved with that goes to, I think, the point you're trying to make. Oh, yeah. I mean, at, at some point, he needs a co-work permit. He needs a man lift. Well, he has to be certified on to be able to be six foot above ground. Uh, he's got to have a substantial tie-off. He's got to have a fall arrester. The, the cutting device he has to use must not be sharp, but must be a pincing device. This is the kind of stuff, if y'all haven't worked in the oil field, or worked in the oil field for a little while, that's all what it takes just to change a light bulb. Yeah. You know, where, where here at your home, you go up and grab a 72-cent light bulb, swap it out and go up with a new one. In, in the oil field, with all the regulation that is there already, it's a $300 light bulb by the time you're done with it. Standing on top of the arms of a rocking chair while you change said light bulb in your home, right? I mean, this this is the way it works. This is what we do. Uh, but to your point, it's it's the overregulation of things that a lot of times gets in the way, and that, believe it or not, trickles down into even the the bottle of whiskey that you want to sit there and enjoy, and you want to have a good conversation with some good friends, and it is amazing how that can intrude into what happens and the productivity levels of what's out there. The other part of it is this, which is also while you have a decrease and hiccups in the supply chain, right now we are experiencing a significant increase in the consumption of bourbon and whiskey in the United States. When we started this show, we knew that this conversation would be something that people might want to hear. What we maybe didn't realize was that the conversation hadn't yet peaked. Uh, 
in pop culture, in subculture. Mm. So in many ways, we are responsible for the bourbon shortage. I mean, I'll take that. I'm sure. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, that I, I will take partial responsibility at the very least. <laughs> at the very <laughs> least. I think we should put most of it on Nick Duplichain because <laughs> he is normally a tin cup drinker and he is just going after the 1792 like it's going to grow legs and run away from him. Well, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> what else is free? More implicit bias. When we come back, News Talk 96.5 KP. 2021 is the year to celebrate your parties and birthdays in style. Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Call now to book your party bus. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has 12, 15, 18, 22, 24, 26, and 29 passenger party buses. That's not all. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has the Chrysler 300 Stretch Limo, Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, and more. So book today to schedule a night full of memories to last a lifetime. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385, or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.com. Educational, social, and personal development for children is difficult to navigate, even more so for parents of children with disabilities. Do you need insight and understanding of your disabled child? Do you need an educational plan? Turn to Dr. T. Scott Smith. With a PhD in educational psychology and 20 years experience working with parents and children with disabilities, Dr. Smith can assist with social, educational, and personal development. Contact Dr. Smith via his website at www.strategy365consulting.com or his email at tscottsmith at aol.com. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art comfortable and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Hello. My name is Rene Girard. I'm Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist. Piper's Haven is at 3916 West Congress Street. We are located between Adrian's and Gilbo Road, and we have thousands of cigars in our 553-square-foot humidor. Everything you need to go with your cigars can be found at Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress Street, including cigar cutters, humidors, lighters, pipes, pipe tobacco, meerschaum pipes, briar pipes, pipe tools, pipe stands, pocket knives and hunting knives, and we also provide knife sharpening. We also have a complete selection of Lamberger lamps and scents for that woman that's tired of the smell of cigar smoke. Just buy her something nice and she will appreciate it a lot more. If you need a place to relax and smoke a cigar, come sit on our porch. Just remember to bring your chair. Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. The Rustic Renegade is now open on I-49 North in Lafayette. This one-of-a-kind men's boutique features the best brands of firearms alongside rustic furniture and artwork. Head now to the Rustic Renegade located at 2842 Northeast of Angeline Thruway near Pont de Mouton. While you're there, try some Black Rifle coffee and chat with the expert himself, Caleb Morse. The Rustic Renegade also has Damascus steel knives, hand-carved duck decoys, and much more. Find out more online now at therusticrenegade.com. Find Implicit Bias wherever you get your podcast. Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever we're there. 
Welcome back to Implicit Bias. I'm Kevon Bodelon, your host. As always, Implicit Bias presented to you by the Rustic Renegade 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. And this week, we are not trying to tell you what to think. We hope that you are sitting with us going through how to think. Because that is what we hope are the people who are listening to this show, right? We don't want to try and over-influence you. We want you to find out for yourselves. Do we want you to trust us? We do. But as we said in the opening monologue to quote Reagan, we want you to verify us on your own. Because that, that is what makes an entire populace dangerous to its government. And when I say dangerous, I don't just mean physically with arms. I mean mentally, intellectually, and morally dangerous to its government. We are drinking 1792 Barrel Proof, which unfortunately is becoming allocated. And guys, this one is absolutely phenomenal. Mr. Morse, uh, your thoughts is now you're on that second tasting over there? Yeah, you know, and soon to be third. Um, <laughs> I, I really enjoy it. Uh, the second glass to me is better than the first, maybe because of my, I've become more acclimated to it. But I'm really, really enjoying the higher proof on this one. And uh, that initial burn right when it touches the lips. I mean, it just begs for more. It is outstanding. Nick, what are, what are your thoughts? Mr. Nick Duplichain of All-American Barbering. I've only been drinking bourbon probably about two years now. And uh, I like trying different ones. I don't really step outside of my comfort zone. When I get on one bourbon, I normally stick with it. And then I might have a while here and switch. But, yeah, it's fun to taste this one. Um, this is probably the only second high proof I've ever tried. And I'm excited with it because it's not burning like you think it was. It's still smooth. And it has, to me, that, that sweet oak taste. If there is one thing we promise you will happen this week is we are going to push you out of your comfort zone with something on Implicit Bias. And speaking of that, Sam Stokes in the corner. All the classic notes that you'd want from a whiskey. I mean, it's like, a, it's like an old friend at this point. I don't know about Caleb saying begging you for more because that just sounded... <laughs> I mean, everything is so aggressive over there, but <laughs> very inviting. I'll say inviting. Sam is Sam is just waxing poetic over there in the corner. It seems like now Whiskey Man has a full on sidekick. And you you yeah. definitely you definitely made me a whiskey snob out of nowhere. <laughs> I've been I've been places where I've had other people's whiskey that they enjoy, and I'm just looking at it like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> are, you, are you really serving this? This is, a, do you, this is a red tag. I don't want this. Yeah. Uh, Sam, look, the last thing we wanted to do was tell you what to think about whiskey. Hopefully you have developed your own taste for it over uh, there. You taught me how to how think, about, think whiskey. about whiskey. It's, it's cool. ruined me. You know what? I, that makes me happy. <laughs> I love ruining people. Ruining people is one of the best things we can do because when we ruin people, we have exposed them to difference in their life. We have shown them something that they haven't seen before. We have expanded their horizons as opposed to telling them, and boy, this ties in perfectly, what to think. So let's talk about a perfect example of our government trying to tell you what to think because that's obviously one of the entities that we talk about here right the government trying to tell you what to think and there's all kinds of things going on you can talk about mask mandates maybe trying to tell you what to think and how that works but this one just this one leapt at me from the computer screen when i found it 
It grabbed a hold of my brain and attempted it to strangle it like John Wayne Gacy would have done. <laughs> good, good job. This one. You like that imagery, yeah, Caleb? I, I, I had to go there because you were sitting yeah. across from me. I was like, we got to push on this one, right? <laughs> I hate clowns. <laughs> Well, then how do you live with yourself? Anyway. <laughs> See, I told you we'd push you out of your comfort zone. I'm, I'm sorry, Nick. You know, we, we pick out a love here on the show. But this came across at a press conference in the past week with the White House press secretary. A reporter asked the press secretary if every migrant child being brought to a shelter, which there are tens of thousands of them that the media will not tell you about today. 18 months ago, it was the biggest story in the world. Today, nobody cares, apparently, in the media. The children today are being brought a copy of Vice President Kamala Harris's children's book. The press secretary was asked, do you know why that is, and is she making any money off that? The press secretary said... I'd have to certainly check on that. I hear it's a good book. So let's start, first of all, with being taught what to think. Because the reality is, when you're being taught what to think, that is not education. That is indoctrination. What better place to indoctrinate young children than when they are coming to this country perhaps with their parents, perhaps not. They are vulnerable. They are in a situation where they need our help. And instead of not just getting our help, they are also getting a healthy dose of be sure you recognize where this comes from because essentially we can shut you off if you don't think the way we want you to, right? Now, I don't know what's in the book. I haven't read the book. I'm not going to pretend to read the book. But we also know that this is the idolatry of a vice president. So I'm looking up the book right now on my, uh, my wholesale account. Just so you know, selling books was more difficult than selling firearms because there's more money in books. Um, it says before... Is it Kamala? Camilla? Kamala. Uh, yeah. She is the vice Before president. Before Vice President Harris vice became president. a district yes, attorney and United States senator, she was a little girl who loved superheroes. The book is called Superheroes Are Everywhere. Uh, it is only available in hardcover, and it is $18, $18 retail. The vast majority of the inventory is in uh, hmm, California and Oregon. So that, that's, that's a whole other level to this, which we're going to get to in just a second. Talk to us about the indoctrination part of it. I mean, Caleb, you've been in foreign countries where you're trying to re-educate populace. Yeah. You know, an, an educated populace is a dangerous populace. And why is that? Not because they're armed or anything else, but because they know better and they think for themselves. And that's one of the things that many dictators will try to do is they will try to give one school of thought. When you look at North Korea, they're given one school of thought. They have no opinion of their own, and they're told what to think and questioning that thought is heresy the goal that you have and what i raise my children to do Wait, is to question said, everything you said in other countries i'm pretty sure that's happening in this country yes today. yes unfortunately it is you know we, we have a, a population now that we're being taught how to take tests not how to think for ourselves we're being taught that people should sit down and be quiet and answer yes or no and not to question what the question is you know, and I, I raise my children to question authority, to do it respectfully, but to question authority. And that's, that's how I live my military career. 
I wanted to know what the, like, not just what the mission was, but why this was my mission. What's the next thing? And Give I am glad that ended well for you. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes in military, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And I had really good chain of command, right? But the, the trick is tact. That is the trick, is understanding tact and how to go about that. It's, you know, hey, Big Song, what's, what's going on? What direction are we doing with this? And why do I need to push this way? And that's what you, I want, I'm a big picture guy. I want to know the big picture. And I, I just want to understand the small picture. Because the small picture sometimes is more important than the big picture. Nick, your thoughts on, on seeing this as potentially indoctrination as kids are coming in and being given the book that is written by the vice president of the United States, knowing that they're going to grow up and, and vote potentially one day. Well, she's looking, she's looking at the bigger picture. Yeah. Okay. She's uh, securing her next voting class. Uh, I, I saw this story and it turns my stomach. I, I think of the book of Eli uh, with Denzel. It's one of my favorite shows. Um, the main part of that book, the book of Eli, of course, was the Holy Bible, and it was non-existent. And if anybody's watched the show, it's futuristic. It's after the the Great Bomb, or what he calls, you know, the the Flash. And he has a copy, and the leader wants the book, and he says, "Why do you want the book?" He says, "Because the book has power." These books right. have power. And so he Absolutely was, was going to manipulate the book, which in that case was the Holy Bible, to be a more powerful dictator because the, the book had power, and that's all he knew. So whenever I saw this, I was like, man, this is like the book of Eli, except on a smaller scale, I guess. But Well, you're talking tens of thousands that, who, yeah, right. who, when you, who, when you plant that seed with those tens of thousands, could potentially spread that message well, to hundreds of thousands or more. Imagine the outrage if they were literally passing out Bibles. Yeah, I understand. And just imagine the outrage if that would be a former uh, president's book. A former president's book. book. Yeah. Well, so, so, let's, so now let's go to what should be the next logical question. Someone is paying Definitely. to give copies of these books to every immigrant child who hits the U.S. border well, that's right now. Us. Our tax yeah, money. Definitely. These, these aren't being given out for free. If it doesn't make contract. dollars, it doesn't make sense. Correct. That's a government contract that her husband secured. So, so there, so there we go. Se- somebody that's secured this someone, contract. That's, that's the connection. Somebody secured a contract this with was, the U.S. government to sell books that are paying royalties to the author who wrote it. Mm-hmm. In other words, you potentially have the person dictating policy, dictating that you pay them money. It's hypocrisy at its finest. Right? Donald Trump got... Um, oh, he was, in, he was investigated Yeah, he was investigated for the Secret Service years. to stay at his uh, hotels whenever he was traveling. It's, it's, yeah, and you're talking about a guy who literally donated every penny of his presidential salary to charity for four years, right? And that was even investigated by the news media ad nauseum. There's, a, there's two this, different standards in America. This is allowed to skate on, I believe, the quote, and, and I, not I believe, but the actual quote is... I hear it's a good book. I'd have to certainly check on that. I hear it's a good book. What, are we going to circle back to it? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Because you and I both know we ain't circling back to squat on this. This is going to be pushed under the rug, stomped on, rolled over, vacuumed, shampooed, vacuumed again, and then buried under the entire house when they blow it up. I just want to get back to presidents who are men of action. That's what I want. I want to get back to to the bull moose speech after being shot. I want to get back to Thomas Jefferson who beat his attacker nearly yes. to death on this on the steps of Congress after an assassination attempt. I want a leader in charge who is not afraid of saying what needs to be said. But I don't know if that'll exist anymore. I don't think it will either. We had one. There'll be a one-term president. That's right. Here's the interesting part. We, we, we had the, fir- the first and the last in my lifetime that fought for us, and he was ridiculed, he was yep. belittled, he was besmirched every day. I, every day. But I firmly believe that, that the leaders we have here in this story, yeah. they are leaders of action, but they are leaders, as we've talked about on this show before, that want you to look at what's happening in the left That's hand. a leader of misdirection. Correct, correct. So a leader of misdirection, maybe not a leader of yes. action. We are not going to try and misdirect you here. We have one more segment left in this hour. We will come back. More implicit bias right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Men want to look like men. That means when it's time for a fresh cut, men go where men go. All-American Barbering. Licensed barber Nick Duplishan and the staff at All-American Barbering do it right. From old school haircuts to straight razor shaves to beard trim and shaping. Even boys look like men after a cut from All-American Barbering. A veteran-owned business, All-American Barbering is located in Broussard at 807 Albertsons Parkway, Suite B. Schedule your appointment to look like a man at their website, allamericanbarbering.com. Remember, men, when you want to look like a man, go to Broussard. Go to All-American Barbering. Anderson Pest Control is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and termite control. We're a Louisiana company with Louisiana hospitality that has the knowledge and expertise to handle all your pest control needs. Anderson Pest Control, we wouldn't put technicians in your house that we wouldn't put in ours. Way down here in the Bayou State, critters come in every single size and shape. Pick up the phone, don't hesitate, call Anderson Pest Control today. 2021 is the year to celebrate your parties and birthdays in style. Luxury Limo of Lafayette, call now to book your party bus. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has 12, 15, 18, 22, 24, 26, and 29 passenger party buses. That's not all. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has the Chrysler 300 Stretch Limo, Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, and more. So book today to schedule a night full of memories to last a lifetime. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385, or Luxury Limo of Lafayette.com. The Rustic Renegade is now open on I-49 North in Lafayette. This one-of-a-kind men's boutique features the best brands of firearms alongside rustic furniture and artwork. Head now to the Rustic Renegade located at 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway near Pont de Mouton. While you're there, try some Black Rifle coffee and chat with the expert himself, Caleb Morse. The Rustic Renegade also has Damascus steel knives, hand-carved duck decoys, and much more. Find out more online now at therusticrenegade.com. You deserve the healthiest and tastiest steaks available. You deserve Wagyu. Known for its unmatched flavor and marbling, Rosewood Farms raises Texas Wagyu and is only available at a few select locations at Acadiana. Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu has a buttery flavor and is remarkably tender. It is also high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which are known to fight heart disease, Alzheimer's, and arthritis. 
As for Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu at Shopine's Market, Took's Meat Market, and Alexander's Market in Baton Rouge, tell them it's your implicit bias. Taste the Wagyu difference with Rosewood Forms Texas Wagyu. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Welcome into the final segment of our one of Implicit Bias for this week. I'm Kavon Bordelon. As always, Implicit Bias presented to you by the Rustic Renegade 2842 Northeast of Angelin Thruway. And we have the full proof in the house. We have 1792 full proof, which unfortunately, especially now that we've cracked this bottle, is about to become allocated. It is fantastic. Sam has reverted back to his certified nursing associate's degree in the corner, but we have Mr. Nick Duplachain from All-American Barbering, who is on his uh, second-ish tasting. What are your, your thoughts now that you've maybe let this one mellow a bit, Nick? Same. I like it. Incredibly descriptive. Caleb? The amount of words, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the amount of words he uses. Just, <laughs> we got two hours here, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the phrase should be... Oh, I tell you what. They got that pretty little round ice cube in there I'm pretty impressed with. Well, see, a cube is usually square. So simple words <laughs> from a simple man. I'm so, kidding. <laughs> how'd you get it to be so round? So we make Magic and craft. And we we yep. make and craft ice spheres for Nothing the show. The best for this you show, are man. drinking out of a Norlin rock heavy tumbler. I, I can Czechoslovakian crystal. That Amazing. we only use on this show. You really want to know the secret of how he gets the sphere so right? I've actually seen it in Czechoslovakian underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caleb, your thoughts on 1792 foolproof? Uh, I wish it was 1776 because I really I like this. Yeah. 1776. Yeah. I, I, I would like that even more. I mean, it's good. The, the flavors, as I have less ice, I like it more. You have your stickers over there. Yes. Walk us through the stickers. Walk us through your system, which you have now developed since the beginning of Implicit Bias. Yep. So uh, we're putting the bottles. If I take them home from here, uh, they go on <laughs> above the shop. If I drink them at home, they do the same thing. I have a big runner that I want to fill up. Uh, so I have red, yellow, blue, and green. Red meaning don't even try to offer that to me. Yellow meaning if it's free, I would drink it again. Blue, if I see it, I'll buy it. Green, it's Masterson's. <laughs> The Masterson's, I like, I like Masterson's. The Masterson's tenure yeah, is, like is an epic show here on Implicit <laughs> Bias. We may need to actually get some of that back in here on the show and revisit that one. It may be our first recurring weekly whiskey coming back because Masterson's made just such a great impact. That tenure whiskey, uh, pure nice. rye, is phenomenal. This 1792, though, I am thoroughly enjoying, especially coming in at 125 proof. Oh, yeah. You really get all those flavors. This will be this will be a green sticker for me. So like if you, if when you look at the shop, I'll have the stickers placed on all the bottles that we can see them, and I'm gonna have a little color code down at the bottom. Uh, four might be too much, but I think it works. But that way we'll be able to look at them and say, hey, look, this is what I want. This is what I want to find. If y'all think you'll like something similar to me, because I like aggressive bourbons, <laughs> uh, I mean, seek them out, y'all. Some of this stuff is just phenomenal. 
And actually, if you want to see every weekly whiskey we have had since the inception of Implicit Bias, find us on Instagram, Implicit Bias Radio, follow us, and then just go look at all the posts. Every week we have put up our weekly whiskey. This one went up on Wednesday, so I'm actually speaking past tense, future tense, because we are recording before Wednesday right, when the post Bye. will go up. Hey, what, what can I say? Sam, I'm serious. In the corner, you're kind of still sitting over there. Are you upset that you are still on that first tasting, or are you looking for more? No, I'm actually looking for more, and I'm Thank about you. to do that silly thing that I do where I hand my glass to Caleb, and he <laughs> says, tell me when, and I say oh. when, and he doesn't stop. That's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a weekly thing. Well, but that I is, know you better than you. <laughs> I I think if I was doing Caleb's uh, ranking system, I would be have this as a blue because it's fantastic. I would definitely buy it, but I don't know if it's like reached that pinnacle of excellence for me where it has that little something extra that separates it as something that's like, this is special, but it's really, really good. And for those that have listened to the show, that is the rye whiskey that Sam can never get the name right. He always calls it dry humor. It is rye humor I'll, I'll put by the, Pinhook. I like the few as well. The few yeah, that the few t- was yes. cinnamon. Yeah, the few was very I good. I think that's up there. And the I'm not going to get this one right. It had that Russian name with the S. Shlolis. It was it okay. Was, that is so that wrong. That is so wrong. I have no idea what it was. It yeah. was it was one of your favorites that you brought in, and you were like, "This is it." It had a blue label. Is that the Stratocaster or like <laughs> the guitar? Came in with a blue a label. Uh, Are you sure or? it wasn't the Stranahan's Diamond Peak, the black label? That's it. Yes. Oh, that's okay. Not so Russian so not so not only is it not Russian, it does not have a blue label. Although <laughs> there is a Blue Peak Stranahan's. That is so very close to Japanese whiskey mm-hmm. that it is stupid. Like the wife and I found a bottle and immediately went out and bought another bottle. It is that good, is that much, it is that great of a summer whiskey. We'll talk more about whiskey on implicit bias. Let's jump back into some of the stories because this is another one about telling people what to think and showing maybe why and how you can spot those who are trying to tell you what to think instead of thinking you know how to think. Of all the places where you could go right now, we are just now here in Louisiana coming off of the mask mandate. We're still not fully off of it, but we are slightly off of it. So wait, there was a mask mandate? Yes, there was. <laughs> oh, I never knew. I think you have a connection to the person who put it out there, don't you? No, I do not. I, I, I thought you did. <laughs> that maybe, is fake news. Maybe that is my mistake, or maybe it's Huge not. Huge mistake. Forgive anyway, me for my ignorance. You know uh, what? You maybe, maybe I should just... Cut that off the top, and that fake news. Will I'll trim be a little done. bit right here. There you go, and then, and, and then maybe we might know where it is. No so, so let's let's go back to to the potential mask mandate because we want to social distance, right? We want to make sure that we are being kind to our fellow citizens with regards to what's going on. And then this story pops in Forbes, where people are paying anywhere from twelve thousand to $40,000, to put themselves in a floating Petri dish in 2021 on a anywhere from 150 to 220-day cruise. So wait a minute. Help me understand. We all need to wear masks, but it's okay globally to get on a cruise ship and spend 220 days. Now, and there may be some logistics where they say we're going to test everybody before they yeah, get on. Once you pass the Caribbean, uh, it all goes away. 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah. no, because Italy apparently is still oh, under lockdown. Oh. Europe is in bad shape, man. We are, they have hostels. We are by no means, by no means saying that this is not a real thing. We are just looking at the juxtaposition of this is a real thing to we're going to pay forty to $50,000 a person to get on a cruise ship, which literally is a floating Petri dish. I mean, look for at before all this. All 220 days, a business year. Yeah. Look, look at all the problems before this with cruises. We had um, salmonella. salmonella, food poisoning, rotavirus, rotavirus. Uh, they ran aground, all kinds of other stuff, right? There was like, what, I think six cruises in a row? Yeah. Where it was like, oh, this happened, this happened, this happened. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, the YouTube video of the blood pouring down from the elevator on one of the cruises where the guy didn't lock out tag out properly and was crushed by the elevator. I have not seen that. Thank God. Like I'm, I'm a t- I haven't been on a cruise. My wife would love to go on a cruise. Uh, but the problems I have with that is I can't bring my protection, my protection, I mean my firearm uh, or a knife or a cubaton or a baton, uh, pretty much anything. And then I'm locked on a boat with all these people. I don't know. I mean, to me, that's a nightmare. So there's one cruise event that you left out. This one maybe is more relevant than any other cruise event that we've heard of. So in 2019, November, December, there was a cruise ship docked across the Pacific. You remember where it was docked? Caleb shaking his head. I'm trying to remember. I, I know what you're talking about. Because I can tell you where it was docked. Sam, do you know where it was docked? No, Sam doesn't know. And I'm kidding. Any idea, Sam? No, and yet Caleb was looking at me earlier for like cruise ship information. And I'm looking at back at him like, why do you, you look? You I look like a cruise this? person, I mean, You're Sam. probably a cruise guy. You wear like the nice <laughs> pants and the lightweight shirts. Okay, so let's, let's answer this question. That cruise ship in November, December of 2019 was docked in Wuhan, China. Think about this. The epicenter of the outbreak. This cruise ship is docked, which means that everyone is off the boat in Wuhan, China. They put everybody back on the boat 30 days later. So it had to be just right around end of November, beginning of December, because early January of 2020, when everything is starting to blow up, that cruise ship shows up in California. The average age on the cruise ship is 55 plus, right? So 55 years old. Yeah, that's normal on a cruise ship. It is. Yep. It absolutely is. But let's think about the demographic that this virus affects more than anyone. Absolutely. Right? And we were being... Left-handed people. We were being told... (laughs) I thought it was a guest. (laughs) We were being told at the time that the R factor, right, the contagion factor of this virus was going to be through the roof. You have a floating Petri dish of people who are confirmed at the beginning of this outbreak. I'm not going to call it a pandemic because my understanding of a pandemic, and if there's a listener out there, find us on Facebook, Instagram. We are Implicit Bias on Facebook, Implicit Bias Radio on Instagram. Text us, message us. My understanding of a true pandemic is 20% of the population is infected. The ship never got to that, and the U.S. never got there either. The world has never gotten to 20% infected. Is there a single country that's gotten to 20%? I have not seen one. That does not mean there isn't one. I have not seen one. The, well, the yeah. bigger point here is you literally had no better place to test 
infection rate and mortality rate and all of this. The highest the infection rate got was 17%. The mortality rate was less than two. Hmm. Take a guess what hits those almost exact numbers. The flu. Oh. Once again, don't take our word for it. Trust us, but verify us. But when we look at this and you go, so I'm going to pay 40000 to put myself, as you said, on a boat with a bunch of strangers. Now. Yeah, I'm not paying forty grand for that. Even if it's a full year. Now, if I win, if I win the Mega Millions, it's like $300 million. There will be a 2 to $5 million yacht. And for two years, myself and my family, along with a very small select teachers, things like that, we'll cruise the world. Yeah, and get tattoos. Why not? And gold chains. <laughs> And get a pirate flag and get a yeah, triple hey, mass schooner, yeah. right? Turtleneck and chain. <laughs> I think we should do a, a triple mass schooner. Because I, I think you yes. have an idea around that. I, I did. And it, it was glorious. And it never came into fruition. Because deep down inside, I want to be a pirate. That is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Coming from a Marine, every Marine is really a pirate. Okay? Well, well this is true. We were amphibious Navy. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. So pirate, pirate. More pirate. I see a pirateer. Or was that a pirateer? Privateer. Wait, a privateer. privateer. Yeah. So he's a pirate's pirate privateer? Paid to the highest bidder. Arr. No, that's a contractor. That's a different so job. He's a pirateer. Whoever pays the most. Maybe. Well, we, we, Maybe. Will, we will settle all of this when we come back to you with the second hour of implicit bias right after this break on News Talk 96.5 KPL. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry shop and shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. The Rustic Renegade is now open on I-49 North in Lafayette. This one-of-a-kind men's boutique features the best brands of firearms alongside rustic furniture and artwork. Head now to the Rustic Renegade located at 2842 Northeast of Angelin Thruway near Pont de Mouton. While you're there, try some Black Rifle coffee and chat with the expert himself, Caleb Morse. The Rustic Renegade also has Damascus steel knives, hand-carved duck decoys, and much more. Find out more online now at therusticrenegade.com. Nobody Nobody likes to drive around in a grimy ride, clean that car the Cajun way. Zydeco Ride and Shine Car Wash at 320 Willow and Cajun Car Wash at 510 Lafayette Street in Youngsville are there for you. Our facilities provide you with the best automatic car wash in the Acadiana area. Regulars get a bonus. Buy three washes at a location, get the fourth one free. Zydeco Ride and Shine and Cajun Car Wash, keeping Acadiana's rides clean since 2014. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art comfortable and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. 
Educational, social, and personal development for children is difficult to navigate, even more so for parents of children with disabilities. Do you need insight and understanding of your disabled child? Do you need an educational plan? Turn to Dr. T. Scott Smith with a PhD in educational psychology and 20 years experience working with parents and children with disabilities, Dr. Smith can assist with social, educational, and personal development. Contact Dr. Smith via his website at www.strategy365consulting.com or his email at tscottsmith at aol.com. Welcome back to the second hour of Implicit Bias. As always, Implicit Bias presented by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. But the second hour, the second hour is brought to you by Piper's Haven, Acadiana's Siwat Certified Wizard of Tobacco, otherwise known as the Certified Master Tobacconist, Mr. Rene Girard. If you are looking for a primo stogie, go right there on Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo. He will hook you up, take care of you. And don't forget, do not forget, we are officially one week away, one week away from a live implicit bias. We will take your calls. You can walk up right there at Piper's Haven. We will take your questions. We will take your contributions. We would love to hear from you because you know what? Your implicit bias may not be ours and we're all right with that. We can all still get along. Is it okay if I offer 20 bucks to the first person that arm wrestles you? That arm wrestles me? Yeah, yeah. How about 20 bucks to the first and per- first person that arm wrestles you? Uh, I'm going to lose. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, because you think I'm going to win. You just want to <laughs> see it. Yeah, for those that don't know, I'm all of a buck 70-ish, right? Five, eight on a good day. So um, unless it's somebody who's about my same weight class, we're not having fun. Oh, well. Well, there you go, right? But yes, we are going to do a live implicit bias from Piper's Haven. That is going to happen on May 8th, starting at 10 a.m., right there on the porch. So please, come on out. Say hi. Come up. I can't offer you a sample of our weekly whiskey, but if you bring your own, you can certainly have a sample with us. Sit around, be part of the conversation. We look forward to it and hope you join us. We also have in-house this week a new member of the Implicit Bias crew. He has been with us since the beginning. But this is his first time actually having an opportunity to sit in the top secret podcast lair, otherwise known as Better Boot Productions, Mr. Nick Duplishan of All-American Barbering. How y'all doing? A man of few words, right? I'd like to say, though, I'd finally taste the vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> this is my third drink, and I find, so you're right. We are sampling. It just takes a little while. We are sampling yes. 1792 full proof. It is the barrel proof. 1792 coming in at 125, 62.5% alcohol. And you hear those people. There are people who say, I will not drink a bourbon or a whiskey unless it's 110, 120 proof. And sometimes you think, geez, those high, high proofs, they're going to burn. They're not going to be enjoyable. This one from the first pour was just right on point. It's making my elbows warm. (laughs) (laughs) he is sitting in the inaugural chair of intoxication here in the top secret podcast lair because that seat is starting to develop a bit of a history where mr nick duplichain is 
He is apparently enjoying it to the point of his elbows, which we, we like to, to hear. We need to put arms on that chair. Yeah, we need to put <laughs> arms on the chair. We might need to put like a fifth and sixth leg on the chair to, to be Seat serious. Belt. Just strap it in and enjoy <laughs> the show. There you go. So Sam in the corner, the podcast layer master, as we start the second hour, 1792, what are you thinking? It's good, man, but it's weird. In, an hour in, you all of a sudden get this vanilla just out of nowhere. It just hits you. <laughs> Copycat, man. Copycat. <laughs> No, no, it's great stuff. It's, it's fantastic. I, I'll I'll repeat what I said in the last block, that it is a blue for me in the Caleb Moore scale of whiskey. Uh, it's not a green, which is a, what, what would you say a green is? Just like. Seek it out. Absolutely. So yeah. blue is, oh, I see that, I'll buy it. And green is like, I will find that bottle. Yeah, yeah. So if you're trying to, you know, if you if you if you're having a little get together and you want to have some fun and this is what you see in the store, this is a fantastic whiskey for that. But it and is not like on site stop everything. We're getting that. So understand we have something new here that has just happened. If you're listening, it it just got created. This will be the inaugural, the initial, the birth of the Morse whiskey rating scale. <laughs> Different than Morse code, right? Correct. Yeah, different than different, Morse code. Different guy. This is the Morse whiskey rating scale. Where does that fall on the Morse scale? It falls between a blue and a green on average. What, what, I mean, what color does blue and green make? Yellow and blue make green. Yeah, so blue and green would make like a darker blue? Purple? Turquoise? So, yeah. no, that's red and blue. Something Char- like that. Some chartreuse, maybe? <laughs> I'm, cu- I'm curious. Kevon, where would you fall with this one? I, I put this one solidly between the blue and the green. Yeah. This is one that I would absolutely say, yes, if, if it's there, I'm going to get it. I might actually seek it out at times. It is one that you need to be, I don't want to say prepared for, because it is a bit aggressive to take the term. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those that if you really are in the mood for a full, bold, warm you up, Fill your senses, bourbon whiskey. This one absolutely fits the bill. It definitely warms you up. It's, this it's, is it's one, a perfect fall whiskey. I was about to say, this yep. is a fall to winter whiskey absolutely. for me. This is one that I could see sitting with Mrs. Implicit Bias, who, by the way, just want to put it out there and say, thanks, honey. We have just celebrated officially our 20th anniversary by this Maybe time. A, a so, so thank Please you. Hey. 20 um, years is a big deal. And, and we're getting ready to do that. And we've got something special on the table that's coming for Implicit Bias for that week, which you will find out during our live show next Saturday. But this is one that I could see sitting by a fire outside in the winter, maybe up in a, a northern latitude to say, hey, let's, uh, let's watch the fire. Let's sit outside in the snow. You have a couple drinks of this, and you're going to be just fine. So northern latitude, you mean Ville Platte? <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, though, it's Three, a, it's four, a little it's a little bit more expensive than what we normally get on this show, right? It is. We do we try to stay in that sweet spot of thirty to forty to fifty. But I, look, unfortunately, because of where whiskey is going, we talked about the increase in consumption. You're starting to see prices being driven up. Whenever you have a, a decline in supply and an increase in demand what happens to price it's very simple economics and we're seeing it right now in the whiskey world i mean i, I look at this bottle and i think ooh, that's that's one tank of gas so I'm, I'm, I'm good with that i'm good with that that's about it we are talking about hopefully you knowing how to think instead of being told what to think recently came out last week or so that we are potentially looking at a tax increase and i don't think that's a secret 
to anyone at all with regards to the new administration. A tax increase was always on the table. I actually believe a tax increase was part of the platform. And if you voted for it, great. If you didn't vote for it, you're probably not real happy about that. Well, let me give you another reason not to be real happy. Because while you may see a tax increase, you are not only going to see 13 states. I love how it's 13 original colonies, too. Well, these are not the original no, colonies. But I, love, but, <clears throat> yes. I love the number 13 in this. I really do. 13 states will go above the combined tax rate of 50%. Maybe now we'll see like the Pennsylvania Tea Party. Well, so let's let's give you some of those states that are on the list. California, New York, New Jersey, Oregon, Minnesota. Now, it's interesting that D.C. is listed here because that's not a state, that's not a state no. right? It was supposed to be a state. They want to be, but it will not Vermont, be. Vermont, Hawaii, Maine, Connecticut, Idaho. Idaho. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how Idaho and Nebraska got in there. But when you think about those, I mean, they all have one thing in common, right? When you think about leadership and the leadership yes. that's been elected those in those are all states, the states with the higher taxes already. Correct. For a very long time. But here's the really interesting paragraph. So let's talk about you being told what to think. Because the narrative behind we're raising taxes is we're gonna raise taxes on the richest one percent in the country, and it's gonna pay for everything else that happens. Until they move. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Until, until they take their accounts offshore. Well, once again, that's what that's what you're being told. That's you being told what to think. When somebody figures out how to think, you figure out this, and I quote, the Tax Foundation said in its report that, quote, raising the top capital gains tax rate to 39.6% for those earning over a million dollars would reduce long-run gross domestic product by about 0.1% and reduce federal revenue by about $124 billion over 10 years. That is $12.5 billion a year for the, or 12.4, I'm sorry, billion dollars a year for the next 10 years to the negative. But I mean, right now, up front, it would be beneficial, right? So counterproductive is just an adjective. But would it even be beneficial? Well, I mean, when we, would talk, when we talk about it, no. When they talk about it, most definitely. Well, when they're telling you what to think, they're telling you it's good. When people know how to think. And see, that's, that's why I love math, right? Because in math, facts are facts. So when we do the vision, when we look at it for face value and say, well, long term, we're going to get an additional, we'll call it $5 billion this year. But over the next decade, we're going to lose $124 billion. Five minus $124, well, that, that's pretty bad. A lot of times we are willing to take short-term gains for long-term losses. And there are situations where taking that short-term gain, realizing that you are putting yourself in long-term jeopardy, might be appropriate. Because you can then change perspective long term. Mm -hmm. This policy is not one of those. And for those who don't know, here's why. 
Caleb touched on it when we talked about it just a second ago, which is you can tax those people until they do what the wealthiest have done in those exact same states in the last two to three years. When we look at like California, right? California's tax rate has been just astronomical and they have pushed their top 5% from California where 60% of them moved to Texas. And now Texas is like, hold, hold the phone. These people have moved here and now we're noticing a trend in the way that they're voting. And we're starting to mirror California. So perhaps we should look at a change in the way we vote and the change in the, in the duration of our voting so that we don't go the same route. I almost believe we need to come up with a new definition of insanity, right? And the definition of insanity as put out there by Einstein was doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Maybe the definition of insanity is running away from something which is harmful to you and then creating a power structure which does the same thing you ran away from. Well, that's why I didn't stick multiple pine needles in the power <laughs> outlet because one, I knew what it did. Two, did the same thing. So It never ceases to amaze me, the route with which people will stop thinking simply because on the surface it looks good. And this is why we say you've got to be deeper than the puddle at Ambassador and Dulles on a good rain. Because on the surface, it may not look all that bad, but when you hit it in your RAV4, you may find out that your entire hood is underwater. And when that happens, now you've got more than just getting yourself out of the flood that you have to pay for. We will attempt to get ourselves out of this flood created by 1792 Barrel Proof. Come back with more implicit bias. The second hour brought to you by Piper's Haven on Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo. Right here when we come back on Implicit Bias, News Talk 96.5 KPO. You're listening to News Talk 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Men want to look like men. That means when it's time for a fresh cut, men go where men go. All-American Barbering. Licensed barber Nick Duplishan and the staff at All-American Barbering do it right. From old school haircuts to straight razor shaves to beard trim and shaping, even boys look like men after a cut from All-American Barbering. A veteran-owned business, All-American Barbering is located in Broussard at 807 Albertsons Parkway, Suite B. Schedule your appointment to look like a man at their website, allamericanbarbering.com. Remember, men, when you want to look like a man, go to Broussard. Go to All-American Barbering. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. 
When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. The Rustic Renegade is now open on I-49 North in Lafayette. This one-of-a-kind men's boutique features the best brands of firearms alongside rustic furniture and artwork. Head now to the Rustic Renegade located at 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway near Pont de Mouton. While you're there, try some Black Rifle coffee and chat with the expert himself, Caleb Morse. The Rustic Renegade also has Damascus steel knives, hand-carved duck decoys, and much more. Find out more online now at therusticrenegade.com. Sam is such a disappointment sometimes. <laughs> we had a great laugh coming into this segment of Implicit Bias, and instead Sam, who has saved us on many occasions, so we're going to absolutely give him credit for, uh, for making this one happen, had to pull us back just a bit. Welcome back into Implicit Bias. I am Kavon Bortle on your host. As always, we're presented by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. This second hour of Implicit Bias is presented to you and brought to you by Piper's Haven. As we continue to get nicknames here in the Top Secret Podcast lair, Acadiana Seawatt, Certified Wizard of Tobacco, that nickname given by Caleb himself, for Renee Girard, Piper's Haven, between Adrian's and Gilbo on Congress. Don't forget to catch us for our live show there May 8th. Bring your questions, bring your comments, bring your weekly whiskey, sit on the porch with us, Go get a stogie, have a good conversation, and be part of the show as we look forward to meeting you because I apologize that you're just going to have to meet us. So as we get into another segment, we have, as we've mentioned before, some interesting personalities. We have the man, the myth, the legend himself, the rustic renegade, Mr. Caleb Moore, sitting across the table. We have from All American Barbering, Mr. Nick Duplichane, making his debut in the Top Secret Podcast lair and in the corner I haven't said it in like three weeks, Sam. Can I say it? Yes. Do what you got to do, man. We have Bourbon Boy, Sam Stokes in the corner. <laughs> the sidekick to Whiskey Man. Sam, we appreciate it. The man who makes it happen is Sam Stokes. We are talking about learning how to think as opposed to learning what to think this week on Implicit Bias. And, you know, this one came across the old news stories and... It was one of those that we just couldn't pass up. You knew we, we had to go down this rabbit hole. This one comes out of my hometown, so it's no secret that I am a New Orleans native. I love the city. Notice I said loved, because unfortunately it maybe is not what it used to be in a lot of ways. It's gotten very different in the last few years. But this one, this story is pure, and I mean pure New Orleans. Unfortunately, someone had to get stabbed to create this story. We feel for that person. We hope they're okay. We do not know the status of the victim. As we always talk about on this show, in the vein of St. Thomas Aquinas, we do wish the best for everyone, simply for the sake that they are God's child, right? But this one is incredibly unique because New Orleans police... They are searching for a suspect, a stabbing incident suspect that happened in the 700 block of Toulouse Street. They are searching for Chewbacca. Literally, someone was dressed as the Wookiee from Star Wars 
and stabbed someone else on Toulouse and then apparently got away. Nick, you apparently have a thought about this as you lean into the mic. Man, I tell you what. <laughs> I hope he had his mask on. That's all I can say. <laughs> okay, so you know what? That, that, that is a great part of this conversation because I am a graduate of the Rustic Renegade Concealed Carry Class of March 2021. <laughs> and one of the things you learn in that class is that carrying a concealed weapon with a mask on is against the law. Yep. However, we do have a mask mandate in the state. Is this perhaps why Caleb Morse? Because instead of searching for Joey Bag of Donuts, instead of searching for Sally Bag of Seashells, we are now searching for... Chewbacca. I mean, first, I'm in awe of that that impersonation. <laughs> that, that was... Well done. That was horrible. It was horrible. Yeah, it was terrible. It and was. I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm actually, I'm actually glad yeah. it's terrible because if it was too good, then... Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, good try. That's, that's more than I did. <laughs> um, this just... I mean, like, when you come into my shop, when you, when you walk into what we'll call a gun store, right... Masks just don't say, hey, trust me. Most stores, when you walk into them with a mask on, they don't say, hey, I'm here for good things. Um, and we've noticed with the mask mandate, a 60% increase in theft. So. No, say it ain't so. Oh, no, please. Government didn't help me today. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but we, we've seen a massive increase in theft across the state since the mask mandate. And it, when you look at something like this, uh, I mean, y'all, I'm not one. I'm not for masks or anything else. Um, I've been kicked out of stores for not wearing a mask. I have a medical condition where I shouldn't wear a mask. But even that being said, I wouldn't wear a mask if I was supposed to. And uh, I mean, I don't like I don't like to comply, I guess is what it comes down to. But is it not only that you don't like to comply, but you also don't care about people recognizing who you are, executing the actions that you're going to execute? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the VA has done studies on me and all that, and uh, authority I have problems with, and so no. forth. Yeah, imagine <laughs> that, right? But uh, I mean, I just this to me is laughable. Five years ago, if you walked into a bank wearing a mask, it meant you were robbing the bank. I mean, Jesse James was a hell of a guy. He wore but, a mask every time, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. I mean, when I look at the video of the people that have broken in my shop, I'm like, man, they were so worried about COVID. They all had that's, masks on. That's what I think about, right? First off, not that they were just doing the wrong thing. And yet, we can't Thanks think... Thanks for laughing, Sam, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I we got can't, you, man. <laughs> we, we can't think past the ramifications of the actions that we put in place. Instead... So many people blindly, and I'm going to bring us back to an experience that I had earlier this week. It's been a beautiful week weather-wise. Oh, and glorious. I, I pulled up to a, a light, had the, the moonroof open on the RAV4 that we have that I'm driving currently. And I look to my left, and there is a really nice G35 Coupe Infinity. All the windows down, the moonroof open. One driver inside. 
wearing a mask. You know, and riding a motorcycle. This week, this is perfect motorcycle weather. Thursday, we're escorting the uh, last surviving Pearl, or well, last Pearl Harbor survivor in the state of Louisiana to Texas. He's going further. I'm, I'm only going to Texas, and uh, I won't have a mask on. I've seen guys wear, riding a bike solo with a mask. At what point can we think past this is what you are told to do? I, I just think a lot of people like being told what to do. I mean, it's easy, right? Yeah. So I, that, that's what, I mean, the stupidity behind this is just hypocrisy. I was walking my dogs on the sidewalk and I seen this woman jogging in my direction on the sidewalk. So I'm saying, well, I will give her leave and I will walk off the sidewalk with my dogs to give her the sidewalk. She passes by me and she has a rag in her hand. And as soon as she passes by me, she takes her hand and puts it over her mouth and nose, runs past me. Now, keep in mind, I'm about three to four feet off the sidewalk. Means I'm outside. So you are technically socially distanced. I, I give her the whole sidewalk. Yes. She puts her hand in front of her in front of her nose and mouth, runs past me for a good four feet, then removes her hand, and that's when I saw she had like a little rag wrapped around her hand. And I thought to myself, Wow. So ultimately, well, I, I really have no issue with that, and, and I'll explain why. If masks work, great, wear your mask. If they work, but how big is the average, average virus? Does anyone know in here right now? Oh, with the micron level? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's it's half a micron. I mean, it's so something very incredibly the smell, small. The smell, we know, is a larger micron than a virus, right? So in a room this big, this is what, 14 by 14? <laughs> I know what's coming. If I and fart I'm in kind this of afraid corner, of it, yeah. <laughs> and you cover your nose, you're going to smell it. Yeah, and Sam's going to lose hair. <laughs> right, over here in this corner. And you even covering your face you're still going to get the virus because it's a smaller particle. Well, to that point, as we said, if they work, right? If they work. The reason I say if is because you have some some doctors who say they do. You have some who say they don't. I mean, when you look at, look at Seaburn, right? When you went through the gas chamber, so Marine Corps veteran, Army veteran, when you go through the gas chamber, you take your mask off, you'll sing the Marine Corps hymn probably in your, your instance, Army song and ours, birth certificate, well, birth certificate, sorry, uh, birthday, social security number, all the good stuff. And you put it back on, you purge your mask, purge it, and it still sucks. And that's Seaburn, which is uh, chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear. The mask itself will stop that, and it sucks because it hurts. I mean, come on. There's only so much you can do. Like I said, people just love being, some people love being told what to do. They love the security blanket of, well, at least I followed this, so now it's not my fault. So I, I think you're onto something here, Nick, and it's this thought process that some people say, I am a rule follower. I'm going to follow the rules. In case you haven't figured it out, I don't, well, maybe in the corner. There's only 10 rules. Maybe, maybe, maybe in the corner there might be a rule follower here in the room. Maybe. I'm definitely a rule follower. There we go. Okay, saying. that's what I figured. If you give me a rule, I will follow that rule. That's what I figured. That's why he's bourbon boy, not whiskey man, right? I noticed earlier <laughs> his socks match, okay? Yeah. <laughs> the reality of saying, I understand the rules, I understand why they're there, and the rules are my Captain Jack Sparrow rules, 
The Pirate's Code. They're more guidelines, really. Well, that's a lot of what they should be for a lot of us. And hopefully, you understand the guidelines, but you are the master of your own destiny. You are the pirate captain of your own life. That is what our implicit biases are all about. And if somebody likes a mask and somebody wants to wear a mask, you know what? Congratulations, more power to you. But the reality is you don't have the right to tell me how to think because sometimes you're being told what to think. And all the time, the people who are listening to this show, the people who are in this room, we're figuring out how to think. We'll be back with more of that implicit bias right here on News Talk 96.5 KK. The Rustic Renegade is now open on I-49 North in Lafayette. This one-of-a-kind men's boutique features the best brands of firearms alongside rustic furniture and artwork. Head now to the Rustic Renegade located at 2842 Northeast of Angelin Thruway near Pont de Mouton. While you're there, try some Black Rifle coffee and chat with the expert himself, Caleb Morse. The Rustic Renegade also has Damascus steel knives, hand-carved duck decoys, and much more. Find out more online now at therusticrenegade.com. Hello. My name is Rene Girard. I'm Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist. Piper's Haven is at 3916 West Congress Street. We are located between Adrian's and Gilbo Road, and we have thousands of cigars in our 553-square-foot humidor. Everything you need to go with your cigars can be found at Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress Street, including cigar cutters, humidors, lighters, pipes, pipe tobacco, meerschaum pipes, briar pipes, pipe tools, pipe stands, pocket knives and hunting knives, and we also provide knife sharpening. We also have a complete selection of Lamberger lamps and scents for that woman that's tired of the smell of cigar smoke. Just buy her something nice and she will appreciate it a lot more. If you need a place to relax and smoke a cigar, come sit on our porch. Just remember to bring your chair. Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art comfortable and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Anderson Pest Control is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and termite control. We're a Louisiana company with Louisiana hospitality that has the knowledge and expertise to handle all your pest control needs. Anderson Pest Control, we wouldn't put technicians in your house that we wouldn't put in ours. Way down here in the Bayou State, critters come in every single size and shape. Pick up the phone, don't hesitate, call Anderson Pest Control today. This hour of Implicit Bias brought to you by Piper's Haven. Welcome back to Implicit Bias. I'm Kavon Bordelon, your host. As always, we are presented by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. But this hour, presented by Acadiana's only certified master tobacconist, Mr. Rene Girard at Piper's Haven. Why don't you show up at all of our sponsors? So if you hear a 30-second spot in the middle of this show, if you hear All-American Barbering, if you hear the rockin' dentist, Dr. Patrick Breesey, who we, we joke with, 
If you hear Mike Trammell, who will set up an evening for you, and if you mention implicit bias, he will give you 20% off your booking. If you like the show, please, please visit these sponsors. Please give them your patronage because they make this show possible, as well as you out there listening and your business in theirs because that is what makes this all go round. We are talking about not just being told what to think, but understanding how to think this week on Implicit Bias. Our weekly whiskey is a 1792 full proof. The proof is in the bottle and the proof is now in the tasting. Mr. Sam Stokes in the corner. Sam, you doing all right over there? 125 proof, uh, what, an hour 45-ish in? I'm doing pretty well. And yeah, this is definitely a whiskey that will impress your friends. If your friends are used to drinking, you know, the the wise men, the jacks, the gyms, those types of things. Oh, this is this is a step up for sure. You have friends? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to. I had to. Because we know, look, Sam is the man who keeps this show on the air, who makes it sound as good as it does in your, whether it's radio, your Alexa, however you listen to the show, if you listen to it on podcast, Sam is the one who makes that happen. So we pick on Sam because he is essentially the the younger brother of the Implicit Bias crew. We also have here today the Rustic Renegade, as always, and we have Mr. Nick Duplichain from All-American Barbering. Please don't forget, patronize those businesses in order to help Implicit Bias stay on the air. So there is a story that came out this week, and it's caught a little bit of headlines, but not too much, but enough to make some waves. And we try to believe none of what we hear and half of what we see here on Implicit Bias. That is an old Edgar Allan Poe quote. But this headline, and this comes from Fox News, was that the California National Guard put a fighter jet on alert in March 2020 for a possible, and I quote, possible domestic mission. Now that's the report. So first of all, let me give you some clarification. First and foremost, it is sources say, which means that there is a equally probable chance that this story came from a legitimate person, just as equally probable that it came from a reporter who completely made it up. And that unfortunately is just where we are today. Probably yeah. the second. So, first off, bird, dude, birds don't fly by themselves. Nope. You know that. Uh, nope. You'll never see a single anything in the air unless it's a C-130. Correct. And then it's Puff the Magic Dragon. In that case, you stay away. <laughs> I like how Sam's laughing. No, Puff is like a real thing, dude. When you get bored, Puff is like, that will change the tide of the war. Uh, that's 105s, 155s. He's a big boy. But F-15s, F-18s, even F-22s, A-10s, no. They're not going to change. You're not flying solo. No. Ain't happening. Um, I spent, when I, when I left active duty, I spent a little time in the Guard. Never had the opportunity to call any fast movers. I was not that fortunate. Uh, and for those who don't know, fast movers, oh, that's sorry, air support, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, that, is, that is, that is yeah. I am on the ground, I am in trouble, and I need air support to eradicate the enemy that is in front of me yeah. because they have me pinned down, correct? Yeah. We, we, we call it CAS, uh, and I apologize for using terminology. No, uh, please but, do. What, what um, is it, CAS? Well, we're going to that later. That's a different, that's, that's right. a different dietary. <laughs> um, but with this, I mean, it, it could happen, maybe, 
but very few Ford observers or combat controllers have, have direct access to a fast mover like this. Normally, you have to request it, it gets approved, and so forth. So let's say someone requested F-15s. Who requested that, though? It couldn't have been uh, a civilian well, group. No, it wouldn't have been a civilian. Let, let's say we go down this rabbit hole, and they had a, a group of Ford observers, 13 Foxes, that were like, you know what? We need big boys. We're going to call an F-15. We need missile uh, backup. We need um, smart bomb backup. And we want to take out this size group. I mean, that has to get approved by at, at least a full bird. They, yeah, you you need a lot of boxes checked, and especially yeah. on American soil, you're probably going and, and oh, that, I'm that's not one military. Star. No, it has to be a one star. Yeah, it has to be a but I'm about to say it, it's got to go to general. Correct. Yeah, that's a one star at that point in time. And then he's going to have to call in higher than that. Yeah, there's so, so much I logistics would, behind this. It's, I would. It's think, not. There's no way. And I'm going to ask the question. And I actually have a source to go to to clarify, but I think we probably have the answer in the room. This type of mission on American soil would go to the Oval Office. Oh, yeah. In, in order to call any Correct. kind of fast mover support on U.S. soil. It breaks the Constitution. Yeah. Someone at that point is waking someone up on a little bitty bat phone. And uh, I mean, the media had a field day when the DC National Guard had 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 bayonets. Well, look at look at railheads, right? right? With all the other things we have going on there, like railheads, like oh, Texas National Guard is moving Bradleys. They move them all the time. That's yeah. how we do it with railhead because yeah. we're not going to drive it across Texas. It'll destroy every road there. Correct. Exists. So they railhead everything. They even did it in North Carolina. We used to get a lot of our stuff in from Fort Bragg to Camp Lejeune by rail. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mean that we were attacking South Carolina. <laughs> it just meant that we were trying to save money. It and just meant that we roads. were getting you stuff. Yeah. It was it, the media spins it. And keep in mind, this is from Fox News, and I used to be a very loyal Fox News participant. I don't watch any type of this propaganda because just as much as the left has their propaganda, the right has so it does too. the right. Absolutely. And it's getting exhausting to listen to this, to chase these rabbit holes, because there's no way. Uh, I mean, we could say, well, it's a California National Guard. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, but, I believe as you refer to it as the People's Republic of California. Yeah. Uh, it is a republic. Just, just or as communist for you. Or, or commie for you. But there's no way this would have happened, because there's great people in the National Guard of every state. There's no way they would tag their own people. So let's, that to me is the bigger question. The the bigger question is this, is I think the biggest fear of the American people, I can tell you that, that my concern, my thought, and that what I see, what I hear is this, is that one day our neighbors who are enlisted, who are guard, who are retired, are gonna show up under command of some Yahoo who has been paid $10 million to do business with the government of China. And there's emails about it and tell you or me the weapons you have in your house, they're ours or you're dead. The question becomes, would that type of mission happen on American soil? Would American soldiers do that to other Americans? I can promise you there's enough intelligent NCOs, uh, non-commissioned officers, and commissioned officers who would say no. 
we're not going to enforce this. We're not going to do this. To even have that order get to that point would be so asinine. It'll, it'll never happen. And if it ever does, let's say in some random, not even Dr. Seuss world, uh, I mean, Willy Wonka world, maybe? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I like Willy Wonka. But so do I. But, he has I mean, a chocolate river. I prefer, I prefer Reese's. <laughs> um, I don't get down with that. No, the original Willy Wonka. Yeah. He had a chocolate river. It was awesome. Yeah. So in the second... The, the second was a remake. Who cares about the yeah, second? Johnny and they Depp had, is good. And they put anyway, Johnny Depp in it. Yeah. I digress. He was yeah. good as Captain We all Jack. digress. But <laughs> to get it that far down the rabbit hole, I, I don't see it. I really don't. Um, the, the, the number of years I spent in the Guard, um, I mean, active duty, then Guard, transferring all this other stuff, I, I don't see it being plausible because in the Guard, the people you drill with are the people you live with. That's your next door neighbor. I never did reserve time. I was active. And uh, I know you guys call it normally something different, but any Marine can request mass. That's a term we, it's a nautical term. You don't agree with, let's just say, your direct report. Uh, let's say a, a corporal, a sergeant, you request mass, something that you think is not ethical. You request mass, and so on and so on. And like Caleb said, I just, Man, I just don't see that going down. Now, hypothetically, that's how they will attack us. That's how they will take our guns is one by one. Now, as a barber, I have FBI uh, agents that sit in my chair and get haircuts. All the agencies of this area. I hear you have like really high-ranking people who've gotten haircuts in your chair. That is fake news. Who's in a six? So look, fake news. But so, anyway, so, they, so let me let me let me let me back this out and say this: they will not follow that order. You you have you have cut the hair of high-ranking officials in the state, and that's an understatement. And the reality is this: we have to respect the office. We do, and that is ultimately what led you to do it. And and that to me is the ultimate implicit bias. It is the ability to separate. This is what I believe from what you believe, but yet we are both human beings. And we are going to respect the chain of command as it should be respected. Now, when the chain of command starts to disrespect those underneath them, that becomes another conversation. That's where requesting mass comes in. So there you go. That's, that's what the whole purpose of requesting mass is. Um, but getting back to the... I cut city police, sheriff's officers... Uh, different parishes come here, Vermilion Parish come to my shop. I just don't see these guys following that orders. I, I just don't see it. I, there's been so much exit of good <clears throat> cops lately that are just fed up with this. Like people that I was like, man, I cannot believe, like I, these people are leaving the police force because they're just tired of the hypocrisy. And, well, and let's also be honest. We live in God's country. Yeah, down here is very different. Lafayette, so, Louisiana is incredibly different from anywhere Chicago, Illinois, yeah. right? I mean, anywhere New York, even the conservative areas of New York are considerably left of where yeah. we are here. I've talked to colonels in charge of the state police. I've talked to uh, higher-ups in the National Guard, the Marine Reservists, all this other stuff, and I don't see it happening in the South. I just don't see it happening. What's happened over the past couple months, if you haven't noticed, we've actually broken up, <clears throat> you may want to call it regional areas, 
But it looks like we're breaking up into 50 city-states where every state has its own different set of rules. Now, the South, the conservative South, Virginia being excluded from that, maybe North Carolina's on the brink of going blue. We're pretty much not going to see this type of stuff. But I'd say New York, California, Oregon, Washington, where they don't respect the cops, I think they're going to have some problems. But like Caleb said, that's just not going to happen here. We are going to break up implicit bias and come back with our final segment in about two minutes, right here on News Talk 96.5. Caleb. You deserve the healthiest and tastiest steaks available. You deserve Wagyu. Known for its unmatched flavor and marbling, Rosewood Farms raises Texas Wagyu and is only available at a few select locations in Acadiana. Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu has a buttery flavor and is remarkably tender. It is also high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which are known to fight heart disease, Alzheimer's, and arthritis. Ask for Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu at Shopheim's Market, Took's Meat Market, and Alexander's Market in Baton Rouge. Tell them it's your implicit bias. Taste the Wagyu difference with Rosewood Forms Texas Wagyu. Hello, my name is Rene Gerard. I'm Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist. Piper's Haven is at 3916 West Congress Street. We are located between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. And we have thousands of cigars in our 553 square foot humidor. Everything you need to go with your cigars can be found at Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress Street including cigar cutters, humidors, lighters, pipes, pipe tobacco, meerschaum pipes, briar pipes, pipe tools, pipe stands, pocket knives, and hunting knives, and we also provide knife sharpening. We also have a complete selection of Lamberger lamps and scents for that woman that's tired of the smell of cigar smoke. Just buy her something nice, and she will appreciate it a lot more. If you need a place to relax and smoke a cigar, come sit on our porch. Just remember to bring your chair. Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. Find Implicit Bias wherever you get your podcast. Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever we're there. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art comfortable and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. The Rustic Renegade is now open on I-49 North in Lafayette. This one-of-a-kind men's boutique features the best brands of firearms alongside rustic furniture and artwork. Head now to the Rustic Renegade located at 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway near Pont de Mouton. While you're there, try some Black Rifle coffee and chat with the expert himself, Caleb Morse. The Rustic Renegade also has Damascus steel knives, hand-carved duck decoys, and much more. Find out more online now at therusticrenegade.com. Welcome into the final segment of Implicit Bias for this Saturday. I'm Kavon Bordelon, your host. As always, Implicit Bias is presented to you by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. But this hour, the second hour, presented by Acadiana's only certified master tobacconist, Piper's Haven, between Adrian's and Gilbo on Congress. And don't forget, next week, we will not, as we are this week, be pre-recorded. We will be raw, we will be unfiltered, we will be live at 10 a.m. on the porch 
at Piper's Haven. Come join us. Come sit in. You can meet everyone. Maybe Sam will will come sit because Sam actually oversees the recording of Implicit Bias. I don't know if he wants to make it out there for the the live segment. Sam, your your what are your thoughts here? I'm very nervous. You're very nervous. Are you more nervous about you showing up or nervous about just not ever having another recording after the live show? The the second one. <laughs> yeah, that's what said. I thought. Do you have a button that beats me <laughs> by chance? Oh, we got to figure that out. So we are going to have a producer back in the studio. It's why we will be doing a whiskey tasting. You can bring your own weekly whiskey tasting. We cannot provide weekly whiskey tasting for you. And if you stay tuned to our Instagram, Implicit Bias Radio, our Facebook, Implicit Bias you will find out what our weekly whiskey will be on May 8th for our live show. As we wrap up this segment, this two hours, and put a big bow on explaining to you how people are telling you what to think instead of how to think. So as we get to our, our panel, just a reminder, we have from All-American Barbering, Mr. Nick Duplachain. We have the man, the myth, the legend himself, the rustic renegade sitting across the table. And we have talked about the implementation of doctrine, right? What is the transportation method of ensuring that indoctrination happens instead of education happening? And unfortunately, it's coming through social media. So yeah, if you're on Facebook, as we are... It is. If you're on Facebook as we are, it's happening there. If you're on Instagram as we are, it's happening there. Don't say we. But perhaps the most prolific place this happens is in a corner of the internet that has just seemingly become leftist central. Remember, a leftist is different from a liberal just as a conservative is different from a Republican. But the true leftist corner where you seem to find just a deep, dark rabbit hole of leftism is Twitter. If you go on Twitter, what you will find are a bunch of blue check marks that tell you that someone is verified by the system. Where we have seen the CEO who has censored one side of the table and admitted to it in front of Congress, and has not censored the other side, and admitted to that in front of Congress, we are now finding out may not be exactly what you think it is. So how do we convince people that what they think is right, as opposed to how to think through it? Well, we put them in an echo chamber. We have them hear the same exact thing from one place and one person, and one source after another, and another, and another, that makes it seem like, yes, that must be true, because I've heard so many people echo the same sentiment. And instead, the Pew Research Center has found something very interesting. And I quote, 10% of Twitter users create 80% of tweets, study finds. Again, 10% of the people who use Twitter are creating 80% of the content that people see on the platform. So let me break this down for you. And these are the sheer numbers. About 80% of all 
tweets from U.S. Twitter users come from 10% of the users. These users tweet 138 times per month. That is more than four tweets per day per user. Sounds like a full-time job. You think? So I just realized I'm not verified on Twitter, and I'm hurt by that. But this person who says that Elon Musk is a werewolf, they're verified. Elon <laughs> Musk is a werewolf, yeah. my friend. Yeah. So, so to that point, the users, the median, median, so not average, the median Twitter user only tweets twice per month. Well, these people are getting paid to do this. I have six tweets. I mean, who has time for this? It's a full social media is a full time job. It, well, I mean, I'm sure you you post to Facebook and all that other I stuff. I have none of that. I know Sam. You you don't? Oh my god, nothing. It's impressive. Yeah, that's really good. I had MySpace back in the gap, but I will not. <laughs> I will not participate. Sa- see, Sam's got. He has uh, Instagram. He has Facebook. He has Twitter. He has Grinder. He has <laughs> never heard of Grinder. Snapchat. Right, yeah. Sam. Her Keep Snapchat. going. Keep I'm going. so done with Caleb at this point. Because <laughs> these people just tweet and tweet and argue. Just, so man. the question becomes, are they people? No, it's just all fake. No, it's, it's, it's a bunch of uh, irrelevant uh, bot forms, I think. Which, which brings us to another story that, that happened upon that I didn't get to send to the group here. But when I give you the, the synopsis of the story, you'll understand that Russian hackers apparently have hacked the entire D.C. police department and all of their files. Gene, go figure. Russian hackers have gotten to poor Russia. Uh, Lafayette is so Lafayette PD. Uh, We've had our own local agencies hacked by these countries that back financial hacking. Oh, well, not financial, but like personal hacking. Even corporate, uh, even corporate companies. So they, they they go in and they they take this data and they say, look for a hundred grand. Yep. We'll give Ransom. you your information back. That's that's so that's a business it. now. Yep. Um, y'all, social media is not life and so many of us view it as if it's factual to that point who posts on social media just had a massive fight with my significant other things are not going well and i'm going down a rabbit hole that might not be good no one posts that no no one posts their dirty laundry because no one believes in airing that out but that happens in everyone's life that is reality not oh, life was all great every day of the week, and we did all these great things every single day, correct? Yeah, no, life is not all uni- like unicorns and posies. As much as I love Sam, I, I believe that he has a skeleton somewhere. I don't know where it is or what he does with it. I tell you what, but if, he you has find one. That, if you find that skeleton, I'll be shocked because Sam is the most Pollyanna person in this room. He's, he's, he's way a nicer person than I Here's am. my problem with this whole thing. is that Why would you want to take an intimate moment between you and your wife on vacation, you and your wife with kids on vacation, whatever it may be, an intimate moment that's special and let everybody share with it? Post it on Facebook, post it on Instagram, post it on whatever, and degrade from that moment. Like, it's none of your business if I'm having a fun time with my wife in Destin, Florida. Well, let's really degrade from it now, because the reality is, while you may have those real posts of great times where people are saying, hey, it's great to be here with family, with friends, you are now diluting that 10 times over by dropping in these and look, these are bot farms. Let's make no mistake about the story we're talking about here. 
when when 10% of users are creating 80% of the content, that's AI. That is bot farms creating everything you need to know. It's even like that on YouTube comment section. Well, and, and it's people everywhere. People forget what care means. Well, people forget what a lot of things mean. They, they Facebook like, I'm, I'm air quoting right. again, I'm sorry. They air Facebook like, terrible, they, they just don't understand the amount of emotion that goes into really caring for something Facebook or someone. Facebook liking is addictive to people. Well, yeah. They, they're like, well, this disaster happened. There's I will like it. Yeah, that. I'll like it and I'll share it and things will be better. Correct. It's all the, the end of the day. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. Just because you share my post, just because you like my post, Gee. people still pass. People still die. I the end of the world is still going to come one day. I seem to think that there was a conversation about there being no original ideas, oh. and the actions are what separate us, right? When, and it's, it's learning what you value. I value certain things. I value my wife, my children. And I put them above other things. I value our friendships and put them above certain things. I noticed that. You answer my phone calls now. Yeah. So <laughs> it's learning what you care about. And too many people don't understand what it really means to care about something. They instead Facebook like it. And that, that's, a, that's a term, right? Um, just anything else that you really just share but have no emotional investment in. That's what I'm talking about. Not meaningful and valuable relationships. That's what matters. That's what we get purpose from, direction from. And too many people confuse the likes, comments, and shares with true and actual meaningful relationship. When they share that photo, and there's a problem. There's a problem in the world today. Whenever we share a photo of our loved one, and we're like, it only got 1,000 views. Then we share a photo of us crying, and we got 10,000. And then we get on this emotional high and forget about what really matters. And what really matters? What really matters is your, our, implicit bias. What you like, simply because you like it. Who you care about, to Caleb's point, because you care about them. Well, and unfortunately, there are a lot of people today who will tell you who to care about, what to think about those people, how to deal with it, the way that you should feel, not the way that you do feel, instead of telling you and helping you understand how to think through it, how to work through it, and how to understand what's actually happening in front of you. There, therein lies, as we say, solving the problems of the world in now, what, 120 minutes or so? Therein lies the truth to the statement. Because when you get down to the raw nerves and you're willing to admit, yes, this is who I am, to the point where we talked about being able to look up and say, I don't need a mask because this, this is me. Like me, love me, hate me, despise me, doesn't matter. This is who I am. Well, this, this is who we are. This is hopefully who you are. And we'll accept you for that. We may not always agree, but the reality is at the end of the day, we all have to live together. 
And the more we accept that and we're honest about that and we recognize who we are, if your intentions are good, we'll all make it just the same. If your intentions aren't, well, you know what? That's up to you. But those intentions, they'll be back live next week with a very special live show right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. This has been Implicit Bias. Implicit Bias is produced by and copyright of Pipe Dream Entertainment, LLC. The Rustic Renegade is now open on I-49 North in Lafayette. This one-of-a-kind men's boutique features the best brands of firearms alongside rustic furniture and artwork. Head now to the Rustic Renegade located at 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway near Pont de Mouton. While you're there, try some Black Rifle coffee and chat with the expert himself, Caleb Morse. The Rustic Renegade also has Damascus steel knives, hand-carved duck decoys, and much more. Find out more online now at therusticrenegade.com. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com.